right, what's going on, podcast listeners? Welcome back to another episode of ShoeCast brought to you by ShoeWare. And my name's Landon. I'm here with Chase. And today we have a special guest. We're going to be working with Clutch from Lux Sneaker Boutique. Uh, Go ahead and say what up, man. What's up, guys? Yeah, so we got a a fun podcast in store for you guys today. Uh, And before we get into it, courtesy of, uh, you know, ourselves and out of a request from Lux, uh, sneaker boutique uh, from Clutch. We're gonna go ahead and partake in a, you know, moment of silence for all of you guys that you know. You guys know what happened yesterday the, uh, the tragic loss of Kobe Bryant in the uh, in the world is is uh, everything just feels a little bit off right now. I know uh, that he personally impacted me in so many ways, and you know some some people close to me. So we're all the whole world is a. Uh, is grieving together right now. So uh, we're just going to, you know, we'll let Clutch speak on him just for a second, and then we'll just kind of have him lead us in a moment of silence. Yeah. Um, like like what we were speaking uh, before we got up air, um, like what you guys were mentioning to me, uh, he, he was more bigger than basketball. Um, he impacted a lot of people and also helped a lot of people. Um, now his merch and everything like we were speaking on is going crazy. Uh, the NBA, hopefully they changed the logo to the NBA logo to his logo because mm-hmm. I feel like he had an impact for the guy that called the logo. But just just not much more needed to be said. Everybody knows what he's done. Uh, so just give him a five-second moment of silence on him. Love you, Kobe. Yeah, we'll be all missing Kobe Bryant. Bryant. All love Kobe all Bryant. Bryant. <laughs> All right, Clutch, we're going to dive right into this. Um, you know, how did you get started with Lux Sneaker Boutique? Uh, so the way I started with Sneaker Boutique, I actually was working for a dude. Um, I was really not even into sneakers at the moment. I was more, I was a night club promoter. Um, and then one of my buds, he owned the store. He actually told me to help him out because uh, sales weren't good if he knows I can sell. So I was like, all right, cool. And then once I started seeing the shoe for actually what the shoes were, I'm like, wow, this shoe is pretty cool. The history on this is pretty cool. Um, then I was into that store working with him for probably a year. And then just uh, kind of basically separated ourselves. Uh, he didn't see eye to eye some things I was giving him. It was only his way or the highway. So I went to I-4. <laughs> um, and then basically within a week after him letting me go, I opened up my store. Um, and basically created a team with it. Um, so it was more of a of a culture shock because I was like, eh, it's just shoes. And then once I got into it and people were like, man, I haven't seen this shoe since I was 16. I'm like, dude, you're like 50. Like, exactly. This brings back so much memories. It was just like a joy that I was bringing into people. And then also the fun part of like the sneaker drop because I feel like that's, the, that's like a drug itself. Oh, man. Um, try to get all the sneakers as much as you can. So these just basically the joy you can provide to someone um, in a short time of period. And then also connecting yourself, like if you knew them, through a shoe. You know? So that's how we opened it up at Lux. Uh, so basically it's an experience when you come to us. Uh, we don't, we don't, we've driven off sales. Obviously that's why we're in business, but we're more driven off customer service. Um, and just the experience overall, what you get from us. We have, PlayStations, Xboxes, lined up. Um, we have big screen that we always have the sports plan. Um, we do. Um, we'll help other people like if they're doing brands, if they are selling stuff, or if they're just branding themselves out. We create a hub for them. So 
that way they could have all their people come to our store and just buy their items or um, they could actually see the store for what it is, you know? So it's more basically of a chill vibe location. Definitely. And for for those of you that have not checked out the uh, Instagram account of Lux Sneaker Boutique, definitely give it a look because, I mean, you just got to take one look at what their store looks like and you can tell that they got a pretty uh, – a pretty a pretty fresh vibe going on over there yeah. just with all the sneakers and uh you know but it's not limited to sneakers which is a cool thing because i'm a huge yeah man, yeah but like you got clothes you got suitcases you got this accessories that. yeah stickers because like i said i want to touch everybody i don't want to touch the guys that only have the four or five hundred dollars i also want to touch the kids that got the five dollars right ten dollars you know mm-hmm. i want to i want to touch everybody else uh there is going to be a facelift coming up for the store actually so it's going to be a lot better it's Weaker looking, but I'm not bad of how we started it, so I'm not gonna lie. Oh, yeah, you always gotta appreciate the, the up and cup. So, uh, next question is, uh, when did you actually officially you talked about parting ways with uh, you know, one of your business partners from beforehand that got you started? When did you open your uh, own store? Like, around what time was that? Uh, April 10th, I think it was, if I don't mistake, or if not, at the beginning of April. Uh, so it's actually about to be a whole year now. So wow. not even uh, a year yet. How about that? That's yeah, insane. Man. Well, congratulations, Grind, grind, grind. Yes. Like, they say be a boss, it's going to be fun. Uh-huh. I don't see where the fun is at, at <laughs> right now. <laughs> it's yeah, nothing no. but 40-plus hours. I'm talking about 80-plus hours. Like, we just put in the grind. Um, I touch all aspects of people uh, from highs to lows. Uh, basically, I go to the clubs. Obviously, I'm very known there. Or I go to the schools, talk to kids, give away free uh, Supreme Box logos. I mean, we just do it all. Uh, we travel to Miami a lot. Uh, there's a huge sneaker community out there that we're trying to push out into Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's what we're on to right now. That's awesome. And I like that you're, you know, so, so driven on customer service because, I mean, if yeah, you got to be able to understand that, you know, there is no store without customers. So, I mean, why would you focus on anything else? Exactly. Exactly. A lot of people just get too, uh, they, they start chasing a little bit of the money, or fruit of their labor, uh, and actually start forgetting about what's the key thing. Be human, you know? Right. Uh, as long as you can connect to someone, they will literally buy just because it's you mm-hmm. or what you spoke to them. Instead of just, oh, it's $400, eh, I'll find it cheaper. If you give them the reason, like, a customer service, you actually care about them and stuff like that, they would literally buy just because you told them a story or just the motivation. Right. Absolutely. So, Clutch, now, moving on, um, you know, as you guys, you know, a majority of what you guys sell is, you know, hype shoes and apparel. Um, do you want to put on a few points on where do you guys actually get the hype shoes and your, uh, you know, the sweatshirts and stuff? So, the way I do it is the same way uh, SpongeBob does with the secret recipe. Can't tell you. Oh, nah, uh, no, that's good. That's <laughs> all good. That's all good. We like that. That's, I mean, that's that's I'm a smart way, man. Yeah. And master never reveals his secrets. No, no, no. I can teach you, but remember, I, I I always put a lot of people on game. Um, I will tell you how I get it in a moment. But I put a lot of people on game. Um, at the end of the day, I do want to see everybody win. I never want to outshine someone because right. at the end of the day, that could be their their thing. You could set up. Uh, a LeBron, for instance, even though basketball is touchy right now, but I can, I can, I don't know if I could be he, the next person next to me could be the next two uh, J kick. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, uh, exactly. Never can hold down the game. Uh, at the end of the day, that actually shows selfishness. 
um, and I'm selflessness. I actually give out every information I could to anybody that wants to resell, mm-hmm. which is funny. Uh, but yeah, we just literally we do bots. Uh, obviously, uh, we show up to sneaker events, try to be like J2 Kicks <laughs> and be like 100,000 here. No, but chill. Uh, but um, yeah, we try to go to events or uh, sneaker drops. We have an actual team that literally only works for sneaker drops. Uh, but we'll just have them literally go out to the malls. We'll deposit some money into their account. Or we'll have them go ahead and uh, basically give up the cash. We'll pay them for the day. And then they would go ahead and try to get all the sneakers that we have on a list that we're targeting for. Um, but, yeah, that would be one aspect of getting the sneakers. Uh, but mostly it's like bots, obviously, if you guys know about that, um, or just basically reselling. We do a lot of consignment at our store. Mm-hmm. Um, so, basically, we give the chances to other resellers that actually want or have the good pairs that we want. Um, and instead of paying the high prices, we'll be like, hey, bro, just come and bring it to the store. Uh, start getting your foot wet at the store so you can start bringing more items. So that's how that's our little secret, basically. We have a lot of consignment items, and then we have a team that actually goes out and gets it, and then also our box. Right, and, like, you know, for us, we can definitely relate to that because you touched earlier about how, uh, you know, the rush, the high that you get on those sneaker drop days because yeah. right now on a smaller scale, we do the same thing, like whether it be, you know, last year I copped the, uh, the Travis Scott's, and you know, flipped them for a thousand bucks in one day. Yeah, like you, whenever you get that profit and you get that taste of it, man, it just doesn't go away. Now you just want to be like, where can I get over Travis Cox? Where can mm-hmm. I get this? Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because we've been, yeah we've touched in all that. Like I remember uh, whenever we were first getting started last year, Chase actually drove up to where was it Orlando? Yeah, I drove up. He to drove Orlando. up to Orlando and waited in line to uh, get the Post Malone Crocs, and we actually flipped those two for like. Like two hundo or something like that. So really, yes, yeah. Some crocs. Yeah. Not playing, man. Post Malone crocs. Don't sleep. Don't sleep on them. <laughs> Don't sleep on them. Yeah, but I'm trying to. I'm trying to actually establish now. Um, this year coming up, uh, and everything God's day, I'll be able to travel out to other cities. Uh, start doing the sneaker con video like everybody does. Um, but basically, um, try to connect to a lot of resellers. Uh, we do actually have our resale uh, consignment fee around 8 to 10%. So a lot of people actually make really good money from us. Um, but we just started connecting so that way the inventory is outrageous and we have priority of it. You know? yeah. um, so that's what we're really working on to doing next is basically reaching out to our locals and then from local state to state at the big stores. Right. So kind of uh, going with that. So what would you say some of the, since you, I mean, you've only been in the, you've only been in your own store less than a year right now. So what would you say that you've established or recognized as some of the, you know, biggest difficulties of running a sneaker boutique? Uh, it's, it's actually, uh, it's going to be funny. Instagram. Um, really? That, I'm just, just going to throw, I'm just going to throw like that big point and then break it down a little. Yeah, no so problem. Instagram, um, also, um, your book. Um, if you didn't go to college, if you don't know nothing about that, that's brutal. Um, also, um, what can I say? Keeping the store not fresh in a sense if nothing is getting dropped. So basically, um, so with Instagram, you have to post once you wake up, once right before you go to sleep, and throughout the whole time in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, reason why is uh, you have a lot of other people selling this stuff, right? Um, so you basically want to push it out. The more the other store pushes, the least you have people coming to your doors. You know, unless you have like a really good brand recognition where people know, oh, Lux, go to Lux. 
and that's how you get out to the streets and stuff like that. If you don't aren't publicly out or doing stuff, Instagram is a good way and Instagram is a bad way. Um, another thing is, um, what was I saying? Other uh, books. So let's say you literally don't know nothing. You don't know how to do spreadsheet, Excel, or nothing like that. You would never know how much money you're really making. Because obviously we're all sneakerheads or resellers, if you want to say. And you go ahead and flip, you buy $5,000 worth of shoes. And that's a light bill, right? And then you go and you sell five of those, of those $5,000 shoes. You go ahead and take five of those and then re-flip it into more sneakers. You're going to be like, wait. What happened to this money? Or how much did I spend? And how much did I make? That's probably one of the hardest things. Is always keeping up with your books, understanding where's your money going. Um, just basically seeing if there's a loss or a gain profit-wise. Uh, that's really key, key. Because at the beginning, I was just doing it like if it was me doing it at home when I first started. And I was like, oh, let's do it like this. And then at the end of the month, I'm like, oh, wait, it's time to pay rent. Wait, where's all the money? Right. So, yeah, it's all in yeah. shoes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. we started like learning how to do that. Um, and then uh, what was the other one I said? Oh, keep the store fresh. So basically you'll have a lot of locals come back to the store and they'll literally be like, what's new? And since nothing drops, you're going to be like, uh, I just got these old pair of sneakers that dropped it. They're like, uh, we don't want old shoes. We want new stuff. Right. So it's hard yeah. to keep up to, to what customers want. Mm -hmm. But like, again, that customer service, once it kicks in, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Right. And to play off that, I actually have two things I want to ask you just run off you real quick. So I've actually, you know, touching on, you know, the appearance of the store and just the way it looks, you know, I've worked in, I've worked a few smaller jobs at a few like sneaker stores and stuff like that. And something they really predicate themselves on is, you know, even if you're not getting a bunch of new stuff, you try and, you know, switch sections around so the store at least appears different. Hey, so do you, do you agree with that or do you think you that's know, keep things very on, key? Very no, key. That okay. Is key. That's what I do. I, because some shirt, some shirt, because I sell shirts, pants, everything like that. Um, they can be hitting in the back, and people are, are like always in a rush, especially at a high store. I know I am when I'm buying. You glance over the quick stuff, you'd be like, eh, there's nothing here. But then once you flip it, put the stuff that was in the front in the back, and the stuff that was in the back in the front, you'd be like, oh, when did this come in? Yeah. I don't like to lie, but I just be like, oh, that came in today. <laughs> you know? That the makes truth. them like, yeah, that that makes them like want to actually like purchase it right now, you know. Right. Hundred percent. Right. Yeah, I like that. You know, I like that take uh, for sure. So I guess the next thing that we would ask is, you know, what do you feel like? You know, obviously we've already touched on it before that you know you're you know pretty new along this journey. But what would you say so far your greatest achievement with running a sneaker boutique has been? Um, the greatest, um, uh, to be honest with you, um, it's just so much. I always feel like getting so, that store because that's something that we talk about. Like when me and him, me and Chase want to open up our warehouse. I feel like you know signing the lease, getting that your own personal store like that had to be. Yeah, that that is the best feeling. Right. To be honest with you, when you actually have a store and it's actually empty. And you just look at it, but in your head, I don't know, I'm a visionary guy. I can see everything in my head. Mm -hmm. uh, once I got the keys and opened the store, I literally locked myself in. Obviously, I prayed and I thanked everything. I was like, wow, I'm actually doing this. Mm -hmm. And then I already had the vision of my store out laid out into the thing. And I'm like, wow, I can't wait to do this. Okay. Literally, went to all people, started painted. And the same day I got the keys, and then the landlord was like, 
you're not going to wait until I was like, nah, nah, it's just, it needs to happen now. I'm excited. You know, Yeah. <laughs> yeah we got 24 hours in the day. We got to use them. Yeah. The biggest accomplishment was, or the, at least was, it was a huge transaction just based off literally customer service. Uh, there was this guy here. It's funny because a lot of people always mention this. Never judge his book by his cover, right? This dude came in. He looked a little off in regards to his clothes, being that he was talking so much hype, but he didn't have much on. Oh, yeah. I was like, ah, this dude, he just probably, he knows his stuff. He just, he's not going to buy it. Let me just treat him good, though, so he can come back. So I did. I gave it to him. We were joking around. Literally went downstairs because I was like, yo, bro, are you hungry? He was like, I said, I could, I could eat, but I, I'm, I'm going to wait until I get home. And I was like, no, no, don't worry about it. Lunch is all me. Literally took him downstairs. There's a burger spot downstairs in St. Plaza. Took him. We ate, chopped it up, came back upstairs. He had a $10,000 transaction on him. That's I was insane. like, oh, bro, That's what? insane. Serious? Why did you pay for my lunch? No, I'm just oh. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. That's whenever you really start to, you know, recognize how key customer service is because, you know, you think about it, there's a lot of money out there. Like, people got money. So, if it's going to come yeah. down to, you know, everyone's selling the same product. I mean, me personally, I don't have those connections with people to where I'm going to be like, you know, I'm going to buy from them. But if I did and I had the money, then I'm going to go to my plug. I'm going to go to my source that I have a relationship with because, you know, it's it's essentially you're feeding into those, you know, small local uh, local stores because it kicks, it kicks back into your community. It's kind of that same sense right there that if you have a connection and a relationship with someone, then you're going to, you know, you're going to go to them first and money's not really yeah. an issue. Exactly. Wow. That's exactly. $10,000 out of nowhere? Yeah. What? Bro, when I tell you, when I tell you, I had to call my bank to make sure it was not fraud or anything. Uh-huh. They're like, no, his, his card is good. Just make sure you copy, uh, uh, take a picture of his uh, uh, card ID and his ID. And I was like, okay, cool. What, they were like, once you scan it and have it in, you're good. If they wow. ever call to like, cancel it, you have all that information. And I was like, all right. And then the guy's like, bro, don't worry about it. You can do what you got to do, but I will be back. So he does come back. Um, he averages a good amount of money when he comes, not the 10000 but he's still not far from it. But it's like he gets hype stuff, though. I'm not going to lie. Red October he got from me. Like, he wow. got a couple of good stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's dope. All right, so moving on. Um you know, as someone, I know that you mentioned that you, you know, you can sign with uh, other people that get the shoes. Um, you know, as someone, I'm sure you ha- you're going to have to deal with some fakes. Um, how would you authenticate your sneakers and your apparel? Yeah, so I do have someone uh, for that that authenticates it. Um, and then there's another shop that we're pretty cool um, in regards to if he feels iffy about stuff, he wants a second opinion, which never hurts. He'll bring it to me, or if I have an iffy question, if my guy literally is like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, it feels real, it looks real, I just don't know about it, so I'm like, all right, go take it to, to seven, um, and he'll go take it to him, he'll verify it for us, if he says, I don't know, then I'll be like, uh, then I'm not taking the risk, right. uh, because I want to sell someone a five, $400 item, or 300 200 it doesn't even matter, just a dollar amount, when it's not an authentic item. Yeah, because you don't want to create that narrative that, oh, hey, this store has sold fake stuff before. Correct. You can't can't erase that narrative. It's just like I respect people hard-earning money. You know, I have to wake up today early as I do and try to bust my butt, try to get to what I want. So I understand people that have a regular job have to work even harder to get the less 
amount of money that they want. So I want to make sure their dollars are spent right, especially on a real item. You know, uh, that to me makes me happy to see a customer be like, oh, yes, I got this. And then they end up finding out it's fake. That kills it. You know, there's no oh, point. Yeah. There. yeah, yeah, they'll never come yeah. back. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, they are, we authenticated. We keep it in the store for 24 to 48 hours, depending if my boy's in. Uh, then he would uh, basically authenticate it for me. Uh, if it's all legit and everything's legit, we're good to go. There's nothing to hide. I uh, will call you, and then I'll have to call you to come into the store, or I can send you an email form of the consignment fee uh, sheet. Then you would just go ahead and uh, put in your information, sign it, and then send it to me, and then your item is set to go to sale that same moment once I get that paperwork. Very cool. So there's, a, so there's actually probably you know, a lot of people that are going to listen to this that don't really – you know, either fully understand what a sneaker boutique is or how it works. So I guess this question is, do you, as a sneaker boutique, would you buy shoes from someone that walks in and shows them to you? Or, you know, if you do, what is that process like? Or is that not something that you're really open up to? Oh, uh, no, no. I'm open up to all aspects of the business. So, yeah, even buying is something key. Um, I build relationships with people, uh, especially those people selling are basically the guys that you want on your team. Uh, so basically, if someone wants to come in, like, for example, I will be opening up in the next 30 minutes. Uh, so if someone wants to come in, right, um, and I'm not there, my boy would literally, his name is Brian, he's also one of my partners into it. He would go ahead and check it. Um, he would take a picture, put it in, and then if it's worth for us to purchase it with a good price and it's dead stock, which is brand new, then we will go ahead and buy it. Now, if we're going to buy it, and it has no retail value, we're actually being kind. You get what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Um, to just get it, uh, just get you in our fan base, uh, keep it moving. Uh, but, yeah, what happens is you come in, uh, we'll ask you for your price on the shoe that you're trying to sell it. We'll then check if it's legit right there. And then once we do check if it's legit, then we basically go off with of your price. But I always tell this to them. Hey, buddy, you can give me a price of whatever you want, okay, but just remind you that I have to keep the lights on and the store is open. So the price can't be as if you were to sell it here at the store. Right. You got to give me a little wiggy room. Right. So, yeah, normally it's never a hard process because people really understand, like, yeah, you do have to make your money. Yeah. You know what? I bought um, Travis Scott Air Force One, the Cactus Jacks with all the colors and the fabric. Right. I bought them size four. I bought it for $375. I think that was a steal. Um, but, yeah, the guy came in. He was like, hey, bud. I just, need, I just need some money. Uh, what can you shoot me? I was like, I don't want to shoot you in the leg because I'm going to tell you retail. <laughs> but just give, me, just give me a regular number that you would want. He was like, 400 I was like, bad, perfect. He was like, matter of fact, give me 375 and take care of me when, you come into the, when I come into the store to buy. I was like, done deal. Done deal. So, yeah. So we, we buy. Uh, we have a limit of how much we spend in the store because then, again, you don't want everybody to know that you're always buying because then you're you literally people lined up just trying to sell shoes to you. Exactly. You're literally working to just buy shoes, and you're not making no profit. Right. Uh, I know round two, uh, they actually stopped buying at 11 o'clock. Uh, we stopped buying around three uh, to make the people desperately come into the store to hurry up and get it before three o'clock. Right. Um, and just to, just yeah. to uh, run back on something you mentioned earlier, you talked about, you know, checking the condition of the shoe, making sure it's dead stock. So is that meaning that if you have a damaged box or no box at all, then you're automatically turned off to buying the shoe? 
No, no, no. I, I would buy it, uh, but your price would be having to be dropped a lot. Oh, yeah. Right. For if sure. it's yeah. authenticated and it's legit, I mean, anything missing, it would be also mm-hmm. missing off the price. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I can't go ahead and give you the top dollar that you want, but I can't get the full top product that I want. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There has to give give fair fare. So. so now. But yeah. Say, right. So now, um, you know, for the few that you have, you know, walked in into your store, what was the craziest shoe that you've seen that someone offered to, you know, that you've bought? Or just in general. Yeah. Or just in general. What's the craziest shoe? Uh, that just in general, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I had this dude. <clears throat> So this is uh, Windermere. Um, Windermere is a pretty good, pretty good area. All the Orlando Magic players, a lot of them live out in that area, so it's a pretty good, you know, tax bracket area. Yep. Uh, some dude came in with the mags, automatic, automatic lacing one. Not the, he was like, "Hey, bro, on I feet? love what you're doing here, huh?" On feet or like he was trying to sell? Oh no, 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 for sale. Oh, <laughs> he was trying to sell them to me. Too bad my credit limit wasn't high enough. Right, man. Those shoes <laughs> um, are through the roof. Yes. So I was like, oh, what's up, bro? Uh, why did you bring that box here? Because he knew, I knew what the box looked like. So I was like, why do you have that box here? He's like, is it just a hype store? I was like, yeah. Unless you're going to consign them, no thank you. He was like, oh, I was just about to work a deal for you. So he showed up to me dead stock. I mean, the thing was brand new. Wow. And I was like, um, I was like, so how much are you offering? sell them because you said you're gonna give me a deal he was like oh yeah i'll just take like thirty thousand i was oh like well yeah that is a steal that is a steal um and i was like uh bro to be honest with you i only have two months open i probably have that in the account i can't take all of that just for that fee. right oh, that's, that's way so too much of a risk yeah right. that's been there yeah i've had um what else have I had in the store? Uh, oh, I had uh, Alan Iverson's sample shoes in the store. Wow. I mean, I had a couple of sample shoes at the store, but yeah, uh, that would I would say the craziest one, the bag. That's insane. That's so cool. I mean, I, I don't know imagine. what I, I just want to see those shoes like in hand. I think that that would be Bro, enough for me. I just want to look at them. For that shoe, for that time that they built it, man, out of the league. It doesn't even compare to any of the shoes here. Now yeah. you know that being released, like the quality, the the thought of it, the idea, the creativity is just it's just crazy. Right, that's crazy. So, um, you know, be, as being a sneaker boutique, you know, what do you think? You know, as you you just kind of starting out, so, but in the long run, as you kind of see the hype streetwear uh, industry, you know, where do you see it coming? And uh, you know, in a few years you know, five, ten years from now? Uh, I feel like there would be a lot more sneaker boutiques popping up everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a huge, fast-growing industry. I mean, I have one of my best consigners. He's seven years old. So imagine when that kid is 15. Wow. Uh, he's gonna, yeah, he's going to be a boss. He's going to be a guy ahead of the game, you know, opening up a shop. Um, I see the game literally... Footlocker and champs and stuff like that. If it's not for retail, I don't feel like that. That's really dirt on their day. But I don't like doing that. But I don't feel like they would do as well in regards to hyping or regular customers because the sneaker game is taking another direction. Um, it's just hype, hype, hype. Um, a lot of Yeezys are being sold, but I feel like Jordan is picking up again um, because the Yeezys are dropping so much of them that everybody's like, ah, oh, you can get them anywhere. Um, 
so yeah, I just see like the game evolving very crazy. I see I see a lot of stores should be opening up within the next five years. Um, I feel like I will be opening up one in Tampa, one, all over Florida, to be honest. I plan to open up three here in Florida and then branch it out of Florida uh, because the population of the demand is huge. Uh, you can't just have one store and feed a lot of people. Uh, you would have to have them all over the place unless you obviously have an online store, which I do. Uh, but that's more of an international crowd. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, it's just it's just a growing, huge, huge growing demand. Right. That's what me and me and Chase talk about that all the time. We're just saying like, you know, as we sit down and we do what we do, we're like, you know, this is the golden age to be in the sneaker industry. Yeah. Like, there's never been a better yeah. time to be dealing with shoes than the shoes time that we're right, right now. now. And it's a better time to open up a store or or at least an online store than right now because of the fact that everybody's just jumping onto it. A lot of people are going to open up stores, but it's very, very, very hard to maintain it open. Oh, yeah. You will have months where it is bad, and and then you'll have another month that it's even worse. And then it's it's hard to keep up if you don't have the finances backed up or if you don't have the right inventory and marketing behind it. Um, businesses, like, I've seen, like, a couple of businesses around us um, that we actually wanted to, like, blow up, like, Yo, hurry up! Get 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 going! Get going! At least get up to our level, so that way you know the community, that sneaker community in Orlando, starts to grow. Meaning, you'll start making money, and we'll start making more money on our end. Right. Because there's a lot of money to be made. You can't oh, be yeah. greedy. Yeah, there's way too much money. So as more sneaker stores open, the more potential every other store around is going to feed off. And I find it interesting that you mentioned the uh, online part because you know, let's. I mean, you just have to face the facts. We also live in a society right now that, you know, has, you know, probably never been, I don't want to say lazy to a point, but like people are more, are more willing to buy online and not go to store than ever before. You could say lazy, capital all letters. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I mean, I'm just saying uh, like people are so I know you're listening to the last bit like, it's convenient, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. That's a nicer word to say. Convenient. That's yeah. the word. Scra- convenient. We're scratching lazy from the uh, podcast, and we're going with convenient. convenient. Yeah, scratch. We'll edit <laughs> um, basically, um, it's it's very hard with the with the online. Um, in regards to if you're starting up with the online, um, the banks or the merchant that you use, um, they would like flag almost all of your sales. Uh, we had a sale going out to Dubai. It was like for two thousand dollars. It was like two pair of sneakers, um, and they literally flagged it. And I'm like, "What? I need that money." Uh-huh. And then they're like, "Yeah, um, this customer buys and then cancels the order and then tries to refund their money." So that's one huge issue online. People always try to find a way to get stuff for free, even right. though they bought it. They want to refund their money. Um, but um, but yeah, the online it's crazy. You're reaching out to international people. Will literally call you. And be like, hey, look, I just saw the shoe online. I'm like, cool, pull up. They're like, uh, uh, I'm out here in Australia. How am I gonna pull oh up? Across the uh, water, right? Get in a boat. Yeah, yeah. Let me go get a boat. But but you can actually the you can work around your online store. Okay, cool. Um, let's go ahead and do PayPal. Or do you have any other form of payment that we could do that would secure me and it would secure you? Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, we we do that. We tend to tell a lot of our people that go online. They'll send all their invoices in, and then we'll literally ask for their phone number because we're going to call them and be like, hey, how you doing? Da, da, da. 
get some more info on them. Once we do, then we'll just continue with the process to see if we can find it easier for them to do it rather than the online, even though how funny that sounds. But it's just they flag it a lot online. That's the crazy part. Yeah. Right, and actually playing off of uh, what you were talking about, you know, with just some of the uh, online sales and how that kind of happens, it reminds me of two stories that we actually had happen to us. You know, you're talking about people trying to get free money and stuff like that. We did have one time where we sold a pair of shoes, and, you know, the shoes got delivered, everything was checking out, and then all of a sudden we got a notification saying, hey, you know, I opened up this shoe box, I opened up this box, and there were no shoes inside. Like, you shipped yeah. me an empty box, and we're like, come on now, like, you know, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, we ship out a lot of shoes, but I promise you I've never put, you know, a box together with nothing inside of it and, and decided to ship that out. Like, there's yeah. no way. So some there was some yeah. type of foul play in between, you know, when the shoes were here and when the box got to you. You know, that, yeah, that online that online thing is a little funny. I mean, you have to have it because obviously yeah. the world's turning into it, turning all online. But it's just you got to be very precautious. You have to, I like, before I ship shoes out or before anybody on my team ships shoes out, I always tell them, take shoes, take pictures of everything. Literally, if you want, take a picture as you're grabbing the shoe, putting it in the box, closing the box, putting it in the box. Because then what happens is you have all that footage to then back it up to when that person wants to flag that sale and be like, oh, they sent me fake shoes. Oh, they sent me this or they sent me that. You have all that evidence, even the receipt, even when you shipped it out. Because when you ship out the shoes, FedEx, UPS, or anything like that would have to weigh the shoe, right? That would mm-hmm. be on the receipt. Yeah. Right. So you take a picture of the receipt, and you're like, oh, the shoe is empty. But why is it showing that it's weighing five pounds? That's right. a heavy, empty box. Yeah. So, and the other thing yeah, that happened that's, to us was, you know, I think it's more important now to uh, be sure that whenever you're selling hype shoes online, that you find some way to get some uh, form of insurance on those shoes just for security because we also shipped off uh i don't i don't remember we shipped off some yeezys that were going just straight way overseas i don't even yeah. remember where it was at and China, uh you know the package got lost in the mail somehow and we did not have insurance on it and we only got like a partial God. we got a partial refund but th- i mean whenever you're talking about yeezys you're talking about north of 200 bucks at least every time so way I think more, we got yeah. like 100 bucks back out of it maybe or something like that so yeah we, we lost money we on definitely that one. lost money on that one yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's part of business. You're gonna lose ups and downs. Um, it's, you just gotta take that hit on the chin and keep it moving. Um, but yeah, you have to. That's a definite. Um, like in the store, even with consigner shoes, um, with consigner shoes, it's actually retail price insurance. Um, but on our our, our end, it's a resale value. So all of our shoes, well, we have a million dollar policy in our store. So that way, all the consigners feel like they're safe with the shoes, leaving them overnight. Anything happens, building burns, God forbid, all that is covered. Um, once we send it out in shipping regards, uh, we keep it up to the base price that is sold. Um, that's an insurance company that, that literally works so great. Um, they always at, call us and be like, hey, anything's been happening with you guys? You guys are okay? Everything's been good? I'm like, do you want us just to call it claim? Yeah, <laughs> like you want to file a claim or something, <laughs> but not that. Yeah, you always want to have everything insured because at the end of the day, this world is a cold world, mm-hmm. and someone's always looking up to get on someone. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So, uh, yeah. actually, so that uh, almost wraps up our uh, podcast here. We do have one final question for you. This will be more of a personal question. So, what would you say your all-time favorite pair of sneakers is? Yes, I, still, well, we have I know to, you man. can give hey. you can give us one, 
or you can give us one of your favorites or do you even own your favorite pair of sneakers because i know for me like i don't own my my favorite current you know high pair of sneakers but do you have that in your disposal or are you it's still so much you got the red october you have the bag you gotta come out clutch come on clutch <laughs> um, you gotta to give the people what they you, want yeah, to be honest with you, to be honest with you, straightforward, I would think they would have to be the Chicago Off-White one, obviously. Uh, I'm a huge Jordan fan, uh, so the, the Chicago Off-White Jordan one, I'd say those would have to be mine. I mean, those are pretty, like, basic sneaker hype shoes. Yeah, mine's actually the UNC Off-Whites is my hype sneaker. Yeah, yeah, because the colors pop on those. Yeah, but the reason why I say Chicago yeah. is because, like, I, it's it has the, that shoe alone, the Chicago one, have a history on them. That obviously Jordan, um, it's his first shoe, um, and everything he did to that shoe, like in regards to playing, um, that, and then also with the fashion style touch to it, it gives it more of a pop to it. You know, I feel like yeah. if you have that Chicago off white on, a lot of people be like, damn, that dude got money. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Thanks. Thanks. All right, is there anything else that you want to talk to, you know, say or shout out your uh, – Yeah, um, our Instagram is L-U-X-E underscore sneaker boutique underscore. Uh, you can follow us there. We have a sneaker event February 9th. It's a Sunday from 12 to 7. Uh, if you're trying to resell your shoes there, you could. The entrance is only 15 bucks. Uh, table vendors, we're almost sold out. But if you do, um, it's at 50 bucks. Um, but I actually wanted to give this out, just a quick motivation out there. Um, just know that if you have a dream or if you have something that you always wanted to do, no matter what position you're in now, that's only for today. It does not count for tomorrow. As long as you're putting in for tomorrow, just know tomorrow will become today. You know? Right. So just make sure you love what you love to do and just always be positive. That's right. That. And, uh, yeah, playing off that, you know, shouts to Kobe Bryant. Yeah, we all got the same 24 hours in the day to do something with. So. You know, there's yes, no, uh, we all got the same 24 hours, so take advantage of it. You know, what you got, what you do with your time is going to, you know, reflect how successful you are in life. Oh, facts. Yeah. 100%. You guys are located in Orlando, right? Orlando, Florida? Yeah. Orlando, Florida, 6504 Carrier, C-A-R-R-I-E-R Drive. Um, we're in, in by international, literally on international drive, um, so we have fun things to do after you leave our store. Uh, there's like the fling, fling shop that everybody kind of knows about in Florida. Uh, we have go-karts right in front of us. Um, we have everything, literally. Great. So yeah, just pull yeah. up. Uh, mention you heard us from the podcast. And I'll definitely take care of you guys at the store. Um, and just give you guys like a little nice discount or something for free. Just because you guys listen to the podcast. Yeah, no problem. We'll, uh, we'll definitely have all that stuff in the, uh, in the description below. But, uh, you know... That was it. Um, you know, Clutch, thank you. We appreciate you coming on. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Thank, thank you guys so for having me. And, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll definitely keep in touch. And, uh, well, maybe because we're, we're located in Clearwater area, so maybe the next time that we're uh, in Orlando, we'll have to come by. Yeah, we'll swing by for sure. First, definitely. Bye first. I'll go hang out with you guys. Have lunch. Yeah. Absolutely, man. We'd love <laughs> to. But we and, you know, yeah, just to piggyback. Off that, we appreciate you uh, coming on. You know, it's been great. Always, always love doing stuff like this. And like Chase said, we'll uh, we'll be sure to plug all of the Lux Sneaker Boutique uh, socials below so you guys can reach out to him. I'm sure he's, you know, if you want to get in contact with him, you can always probably shoot him a DM. I'm sure he's open to responding to those. You could call and, me. 
smartphone connected to the store phone. So there if you, you want to really reach out to me, have any questions or concerns or anything like that, just call the store. I'll literally pick up and we can have a one-on-one chat. You heard it, man. This go. guy predicated on uh, customer, customer service. service. So you yeah. know what you're getting with him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, nothing yeah. to worry about there. All right, that's yeah. going to actually conclude our, another episode for ShoeCast. Thank you guys for uh, tuning in and watching with us.